pretty sure you can hear our son yelling from his room. He's playing some game on his Xbox, and he's, oh, he is like, whoever he's in there with is just like getting it from him. Yeah, he's yelling at the hackers. That's so there's funny. hackers in the game. <laughs> and I was sit there and told him, well, if there's hackers, then why do you keep playing? <laughs> and then as he walks off, I'm like, you know, I say that, but every time I'm playing Warzone with my, my, my buddies online, I mean, it's like we run across them every dang game, it seems like. Oh, yeah. And you just you, and you we're going to keep playing just... because sooner or later we're going to get them and like, hell yeah. <laughs> and that's, get the best, that's the best feeling in the world when you actually get to get the hackers at their own game. Well, that's not, it's, and other things too. Like, stuff oh, hang that, on, hang on. Oh, oh, right, 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 you right. found the chaise lounge. Yep, we got to introduce ourselves before we get 20 <laughs> minutes in like we did that well, time. Right. Uh, this is Cricket. And this is Vaughn. And we're talking about... Uh, um, a little bit of everything right now. Yeah, a little bit of everything. We, we, we're we just kind of flying by the seat of our pants this week, so um, we're going to make a good show. <laughs> well, what I was saying was earlier, because you know, like when you're jumping out of the plane, they give you a gun. Okay. So you can like pull your parachute. If you see somebody like parachuting out in front of you, you can cut your parachute. Because you, apparently this guy has like this pocket universe backpack that has an unlimited amount of parachutes. Sure, why not? You know. And you can like get try to go over and get behind somebody. And if you shoot them enough times to break their armor and drop them, they'll fall down to their death. Okay. Right? I've only managed to do that like maybe once or twice. Can't make them hit a power line or anything like no, like the the vanisher. <laughs> but like you know, a lot of times whenever we're we're jumping, you know, my buddy cardboard. <laughs> we'll have some place marked. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna make it that far. I picked a fight and I can. <laughs> I should have done that because he'll see somebody. We'll, we'll already see him. Sorry, we'll hear him shooting. And you see the little on the bottom corner of the screen. It shows like if one of your teammates is shooting. Right. And we're like, oh god, what is he doing now? <laughs> we're like, we'll just you know what? It'll be like me, him, and Hero, and we're just like, you know, what? let's just go over here. We'll collect enough money and we'll just buy him back in after he dies. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's always trying to shoot somebody while they're parachuting. And a guy got me today, and I was just like. And what was bad is he got so close to me, he didn't even have to shoot me. He, just he got me. right behind me, and he cut his shoot and freaking meleeed me in the air. <laughs> I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And I was getting pissed, and then <laughs> Cardboard was like, well, you know. He deserves So you that. know how many times he said, whatever, I'm able to do that, how excited I get. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, just don't get mad about it. Just think of how excited you just made that guy about doing that to you. Let and I'm him, like, Let him have that one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> if that was me, I'd have been pretty excited because you know he was probably screaming at his TV and his buddies that he's playing with. Holy crap! I just meleeed a dude and killed him <laughs> in midair. In midair, before we even hit the ground. And I was like, "Oh, great! So I'm going to the gulag before I even land." But I didn't feel too bad when I got there though because it was still like three rounds until it was my turn to fight. Right. So that means a lot of other people died way before me. <laughs> So I wasn't the first one to go down. You weren't the first one to get meleeed. I wasn't there. the first one to die. So that's the worst thing you can do when you jump in early and you die. And then you're sitting in the gulag says waiting for opponent. And you're just like, Man. damn, I was really the first one to die. <laughs> that would be me, like all the time. I would always be the first one to die if I tried to play this game. It'd be Man. terrible. Eh, it's not too bad, though. Well, um, on a different subject, we tried something new today that sort of didn't work out, but it kind of sort of didn't work out. Uh, it was my fault that it didn't work out. Um, 
the French Mastiff Grax that we have. Oh. Yeah, Vaughn put him out in the front yard because we the way our yard is, we've got a, a, ba- a fenced off backyard and then like the entire yard is fenced. So we have basically two yards, front yard and a backyard, and they're completely fenced in. And uh, we keep the big dogs in the backyard because we had chickens in the front yard. We got the cat that lives in the front yard, and we didn't want the dogs messing with them. Right. Well, the dogs have been beating up on Drax. And, and he they forgets won't let that him eat. He forgets that he's, he hasn't realized yet that he's the biggest dog out there. Yeah, he has no clue. He still thinks he's a puppy. I mean, the other dogs, as soon as I feed them, the other dogs all eat, and he goes and sits down somewhere. He has to wait for them to finish. And this includes the corgi. He's right. six times the size of this corgi. But the corgi but still doesn't let him eat. Won't let him eat. Right. So we tried putting, or well, Vaughn tried putting uh, Drax in the front yard and leaving him there. And he did fine. And he did fine. And then my dumbass got the idea that I was going to give him some friends because he kept hanging over near the the back fence gate uh, because he was he's not used to being alone. Right. And he wasn't running in the yard like we were kind of wanting him to do to, so he'd get some exercise. Um, so I decided to let the two smaller dogs, the Jack Russell and the Corgi, out with Drax in the front yard so that they could get some exercise. And what do they do? They immediately take out after the cat. And so that what, was a failed experiment. And that caused the Mastiff to go chasing after the cat as well. Yeah. So the Corgi went after the cat. I don't think the Jack Russell was after the cat. He really doesn't care. Ditto doesn't care. He just does what he sees the other ones do. He's a follower. He, he is. He really is a follower. Um, but uh, Dash, the Corgi, took out after the cat, I think just to play with her. I don't think he had any like ill intentions or anything. Um, but the cat took off running, and that got Drax's attention. And then he took off running, and we can't risk that big dog grabbing that cat. Yeah, because she wouldn't last long if he got a hold of her. Yeah, even if he was just playing with her, he would still hurt her. Yeah, he'd probably still kill her. And I like Nebula too much to have that happen to her. We've had that happen to a cat in the past, and I don't want to deal with it again. Not cool. Well, we're going to try it again with just Drax and see how he behaves, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. And we're starting to bring him in the house a little more, too. And he's being so good. So we have to bring him in the house every day just to make sure he gets to eat. (laughs) Right. And then when he's done, he goes up and sits on the couch. Oh, that's what we forgot when we went to the grocery store today. We forgot to get dog food for him. Oh, we sure did. Because we, we give him the canned food to try to get some meat on his bones. Yeah, I mixed that with their other dog food, the large breed. Right. And because uh, he he's just he's a teenager, he's a teenager right now, and he is so big but that he a, has outgrown. He's a hundred plus pound teenager. Yeah, he's a hundred plus pound teenager, but he's literally skin and bones. If that tells you how, what a like just a big dog he is, but he's like you can see all of his ribs, and it's not for lack of feeding them. They've got food out there, free choice. He's just growing so he's much. He's just right growing now. so much. I mean, because so, it was like I went out there one day. And him and my boxer were just kind of hanging out together. And from a distance, you couldn't really tell them apart. And now... Whew, yeah, there's a huge yeah, difference. Yeah, it's easy to tell. Yeah, there's there's a good four inches difference yeah. in their height, at least. And that boxer is not a small boxer. No, he's 90... No, he was, he, he 80, was, a, he he was 80, 80 pounds. 82 pounds, 80, something like that. 7 pounds when we took him to the vet. Yeah. So he's he's a big boxer. And Drax was that three or four months ago. Right. <laughs> 
Like, how much did he weigh? 85. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> I think at that point he was like just a year old. Yeah. Yeah, so he's 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 going to be a big boy. And those Mastiffs, when they get old, they start getting fat. And so they just get like just heavy. You know, they, their bodies just get big. That's what I want, just big dogs. Yeah. I love big dogs. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a Great Dane, but they're big without being meaty. You know, yeah. and I, I like the big-bodied dogs. You know, like the like I'd love like the Mastiffs. To get, I'd love to get me a hold of uh, a dog like a buddy of mine's dad had when I was younger. He had one that was a half bull mastiff mm -hmm. and half German rock. Oh, yeah. Big dog. Big. That was his cow dog. Yeah. Because he was the size of a cow. Pretty much. <laughs> he actually showed us video, like on an old school camcorder video, mm -hmm. of this cow that got out of one of their fences. Uh-huh. And he said the cow was either going to give up or he was going to lose his tail. But he sent the dog out there to get the cow back in. And this dog grabbed this cow by the leg and started dragging it back in. Dang. And the cow was, like, not wanting to do it. But right. But it was probably to. hurting so bad it was about to rip its tail off, I guess. But he was yanking on that tail. So he had to go. And he pulled it back in. <laughs> it's crazy. And, that, and that's strange for a mastiff to be a good cow dog because they're not like they're not cow dogs no, they're lazy. they're house dogs they are like lord of the manor dogs yeah, they're big like, lazy dogs big lazy but they're supposed to like guard your land but they're not cow dogs no at all that's that's your australian shepherds or your you know your corgis are, are good cow dogs but whenever we lose our boxer which ought to probably be our first dog we're gonna lose next yeah, because he is really is old. Yeah, he's he's but, an old uh, boy. Don't even want to think about that though. No. <laughs> I got to figure out what I'm going to get to replace him because it's going to be another large breed. We're we're not for a little while because we have six dogs and that is about five too many. So we're going to have to deal yeah. with what we got. So I think once I'm just saying when it gets to the point where I start replacing, it's going to be. It's going to be another big dog. Be going back to Canton and figure out, what's the biggest dog y'all got here? <laughs> Other than a Great Dane. I don't really I, no, I mean, Great Danes are good dogs. They're just, like, not big-bodied. Yeah, but their, their life expectancy is worse than them, though, yeah. from what I've been told. Well, I could I mean, be wrong. Well, the bigger the dog, uh, the, the fewer years they tend to live. And uh, I think Great Danes have a life expectancy between, like, 8 and 15 years. I doubt they would be more than 8. Yeah, they're they're just they just don't have a good life expectancy. The smaller the dog is, the longer they tend to live. I think that just has to do with their heart. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, what are we talking about this week? We kind of we got off on the right foot. We actually had some topics, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> well, I can mention that I did have to go uh, save my sister today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tell us about that. <laughs> I was actually on my way to take my daughter to her piano lesson. And I get a text message from my sister that says, I need help, with exclamation marks. So I called her, and I could barely hear her, because apparently it took her a while to get Siri to call to text me, because <laughs> she said she was freaking out and realizing that, you know, you can't cuss at her, because she don't recognize those words, I guess. Right. Yeah, you can't cuss at Siri. <laughs> <laughs> but she was cussing at her, you know, effing 
text my brother. Text. <laughs> he was the closest one. So, but when I finally got her on the phone, I could barely hear her because she was talking to me through her Siri. And she was painting her bathroom, and her husband's out of town. And he took the top clips off the mirror. Right. Well, they, she said in the other bathroom, there's clips on the side. But this one didn't have any other clips. It was just the two on the top and some, like, silicone stuff at the bottom. And that was it. And they didn't realize that. Didn't realize that, I'm thinking. And she said that she was in there painting, like, on a wall opposite of that. And she heard it cracking, and she looked over as it was falling, and she grabbed it. And she couldn't get it back up. And because every time she said she tried to let go, it started coming forward on her again. And it started cracking. And she said once it started cracking, she just had to let go of it. But she was stuck trying to hold part of this mirror up. Oh, my gosh. Because she said like half of it broke anyway. And she was trying to catch it. Ended up slicing her hand open. Ugh. And I finally, I was like, I'm on my way. And I'm having to tell my daughter the whole way. I said, look, you know your daddy never speeds. Just cross your fingers and... Do something, mate. Just hope we don't see a cop because daddy's speeding this time. But I got over there as quick as I could, and luckily she'd already it started cracking again. And so she just said, screw it, and just basically just let go and jump back because she was bleeding and everything. So, but I got over there and got her patched up and got all of the mirror picked up. I mean, it shattered in her bathroom. It was a piece of it actually bounced up off the ground and landed on her bed. Oh my gosh! She says she thought her uh, what what kind of dog does she have? That uh, Labradoodle. Yeah, she's got two Labradoodles. Uh, no, she's got a she's got a two Sheepadoodles. Sheepadoodles. And she said that one of them was up on the bed while she was in there painting. Uh-huh. She said when that glass hit the the ground, she thought that that dog was gonna tear the bed in half trying to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> she said she looked like a cartoon and took like ten steps before she moved. Was that Luna or was yeah, that it was Luna. Luna? Yeah, that dog. That dog was funny. But now that's a big dog. But we got over there and we got. I mean, I got. I made her get out and uh, got all the pieces of the mirror picked up and thrown away and got it all cleaned up so she couldn't. She wouldn't have to worry about it. But and then after that, we came on back to the house. But it was really scary when I get a message from my sister. I need help. Right. And she's like, I cut myself on the mirror and it's falling. I'm like, oh, shit. Let's go. <laughs> I'm on my way. Yeah, you never want to get those emergency type phone calls. I told her, I, I, and I was already to the point, like, you know, if a cop pulls me over, I'm just going to say, hey, forget you, dude. Just follow me. You can give me a ticket when yeah. I get there. Come on. <laughs> I ain't stopping right now. Let's go. <laughs> well, you got, I, there's enough people that know her in town that I think if the cop followed you to her house and, like, you're like, come on, come with me, I, I think he would have, like, understood. Yeah. I think it would have been okay, but um, but yeah, I'm like super glad that nothing worse than that. Right. <laughs> I saw the pictures on Facebook. She got cut pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, we put some new skin on it. I mean, she held it some pressure on it for a while to get it to stop bleeding. But it, where it's at is on the side of her hand. So every mm. time she flexes her hand, yeah, it almost rips it right back open. Yeah. So we put some new skin on there and try to put a bandage on it as tight as we could get right. it, but. And if it doesn't seal up, she may have to go get stitches for it. Because it's actually pretty, it may cut in pretty deep at, at the well, angle. So. Now, see, that brings up a, another point, you know, getting cut across the hand that drives me absolutely batty up the wall 
when I see it on TV shows where they're doing like the witchy ceremonies or whatever and they cut across their hand to get the blood. I'm like, no. Don't you realize how much damage that does to your hand when you do that? Get it off your thigh. Or, you know, cut into like a like a deeper mud. Yeah, because that thing, because then 10 arm. minutes later, it's not bandaged and it's not bleeding anymore. Like, oh, bull crap. Every time you move your hand, you're going to rip it back open. You're going to rip it back open. Exactly. Get it off your forearm. Get it, get that blood off of, you know, somewhere where it's got a, it's got a bigger muscle because it can take the damage. And it's not going to hurt as bad when you cut it. There's a lot it of looks nerve in it. badass when you, when you yeah, cut well, yourself in the hand. Just, it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it look, makes you look cool. That's why they do it. Well, they look dumb to me, okay? <laughs> really, really stupid. <laughs> but I'm glad that she's okay, though. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, so we're going to Renfair next week. We got to talk about Renfair. Yes. I know we we've talked about it for the last three or four weeks, but I'm so excited about this. I, I'm more I'm more excited just the fact that we're going to take the kids this year. Ah. Oh. Check the weather report earlier, and she said that it was going to be. It's going to be 71 and partly, partly cloudy. cloudy. With it's a low be, of. With a low of 52, it's going to be perfect, perfect camping, camping weather. weather. Oh, we're going to have to take blankets. We're going we're going to have we have a fire pit like we got a fire pit for this. And we need to get some wood. We've got the, the little logs, but we need like some wood to oh, put yeah, in it. Oh yeah, you can get that anywhere though. Yeah, but we need to get get, get a little bit of that because I'm so excited because we're gonna go out there. We're gonna get some marshmallows. We're gonna get some weenies. We're gonna take the kids on like a true camping experience. We're gonna have so much fun out there. They're gonna be so bored. <laughs> but that's part of the fun of camping when you're a kid. When you're a kid, is just like being bored for a while. Right. We'll let them go sit in the truck and play on their phones if they want to. <laughs> right. Just go sit in the truck, plug up your phone, play your game for a little while. Because <laughs> I've got tickets for the whole weekend, but the thing doesn't start until Saturday. And right. you can come out there and start camping as early as Thursday. Thursday night is when they open up the campgrounds. Uh, but Saturday is when they actually open up the park. So we're going to, um, whenever Vaughn um, wakes up on Friday after he gets out, off work, when he wakes up, we're going to uh, get everything, well, uh, really we need to get everything packed the day before if we can. No, it won't take that long. We got everything sitting so? right there in the living room. Okay. Well, I just like I'm I'm like super excited about this, and I don't want to waste any time. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna have to get everything together after after you get up, and uh, then we can throw it all in the back of the truck and throw a tarp over it and head that way. But it's only like a ten percent chance of rain, so I think we should be fine. Yeah. And it's not supposed to rain the rest of this week, so it'll be nice and dry when we get out there. So we won't have to be clip clopping through mud. Yeah. That'll be that'll be horrible. Yeah, that'll be awful. I just hope it's I hope that weather stays that way though. That'll be nice if it's good and cool. Oh yeah. But if it, hope it don't get cold though, because you won't see Chainmail Lady if it's cold. <laughs> I want to see Chainmail Lady again. Oh, there's a dress code. Oh really? There's a dress code. They can't wear stuff like that anymore. Oh. Yeah. I know. Like they can't. Like you have to be like covered because they're trying to make it like a family, like a family park. Uh, if, okay. you, if you're wearing something that's like overtly like what about in the certain areas at night you know there's certain you know, you areas the, you, in the campground after can, about nine o'clock that gets kind of not not family friendly yeah. yeah those those areas you can it's, it's a free-for-all oh, okay total free-for-all so i'm so, definitely gonna go check that area out yeah but um yeah, just be careful because you'll be going down there alone, and I want you to come back. <laughs> right. 
Oh, it's funny just thinking about that kind of little kind of situation. It was funny because, uh, you know, my buddy Cardboard that I play with, his kid goes to college in New York. Okay. And his wife left a couple of days ago or yesterday or today, I can't remember exactly when, to go visiting. Right. And of course, she gets a hotel room. And he doesn't remember his wife telling him that her that their son is going to leave the university and come stay with her at the hotel while they're going visiting for the weekend. Okay. <laughs> he said that she was like, oh, you ought to see our hotel room. It's really nice. We got a really nice one. And he said he kind of stopped for a minute, didn't know what to say, and he was like, we? What do you mean, we? <laughs> Who is we? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> she's like, I told you, he's coming to stay here with me. And he's like, well, I didn't know that. She goes, I told you. <laughs> well, I thought that was awesome. funny. Because he's like, Who, wait, what, what is this we? <laughs> I was watching something earlier uh, talking about we and, you know, stuff like that. Um, do you remember, um, and this is like not a happy subject or whatever, but do you remember, um, gosh, when was it? I guess it was last year. That dude killed his wife and his two kids. His, killed his pregnant wife and his two kids. Which time I've heard of stuff like that happening. Oh uh, yeah, but this was this was in Colorado in 2019. Um, she came home from a trip and he like killed her and then hid the uh, killed the kids and hid their bodies in an oil tank and buried her out there. And anyway, he ended up pleading guilty and he's serving three life sentences. They really should have just fried the mf her. Right. But anyway, um, but the reason that he killed her was because she had been ex- suspecting him of cheating this entire time. He all of a sudden got in real good shape and started getting tattoos and started like changing his appearance. And, you know, she was gone for like five weeks to go visit her family. And when they got back together... What like, job do you have? You can just take five weeks of vacation and go visit your family. She, quote unquote, worked for herself at a multi-level marketing company called Thrive. Which means she was in a scam. You know, but anyway, if she wanted to do it, she wanted to do it. It's right. fine. He, he, he made oil money, so they didn't really need her income. Um, but anyway, she was gone for like five weeks. And when they got back together... Like, he didn't want to touch her. And she was like, oh, uh-huh. There's only one reason why you wouldn't want to touch me right now. Because we've been apart for five weeks. You've been getting it from somewhere else. Right. You know? And so, um, he's denying it the whole time and denying it and denying it. No, I'm not cheating on you. I love you. You're the only one I love and blah, 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 blah. The dumbass mf'er was using his debit card to pay for his girlfriend's meals. Guys, if you're going to cheat on your wife, go to the ATM. Get some cash. Because it's not as obvious. Right. And I was watching that, and I was like, well, yeah, stop that. Right. <laughs> you know, carry on. And I, but I was watching that, and I was like, well, the, the idiot was asking to get caught. He was absolutely asking you to get caught, because he was, like, just doing it out in the open. <laughs> because she saw the bank account the same way he did. She probably had more control over the bank account than he did because she was like a control freak and wanted to make sure she knew everything. But she saw this one charge and that opened up like the whole 
like she went back and was able to tell exactly where he was and how much money he spent at each place and you know how many people were there and because he went to some bar and grill and spent like seventy dollars you got to work at it to spend seventy dollars at a bar and grill you really got to work at it that's a lot of drinks and that's at least two meals yeah but it just it just cracked me up i was like guys <laughs> go cheat on your wife fine if that's if that's if you want to be a scumbag cheat on your wife do, do you think right do it in cash just let that be a lesson to you do it in cash Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, anyway, that's my soapbox for the night. What else you got? That's your soapbox for the night. <laughs> you won't let me talk about politics, so I have to talk about murder mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> well, because politics aggravates me, you know that. I know, but it is important. Um, I know it's important, but... You just don't want to talk about it all the time. Yeah, I mean, because people always tend to pick sides, and my side is they're both stupid, so... <laughs> like some like uh he's buddy sent me a picture of the day it's like showed this guy driving down the road and there's a fork in the road and it said one said voting for trump the other one said voting for biden and you see the car just hitting the middle of the fork and driving off the right, cliff yeah, and blowing up <laughs> i'm like yeah buddy that's a good choice right there that's a good choice to make right there <laughs> let me just um if you haven't figured out how I'm voting, me specifically, Cricket specifically, if you, from listening to this show, if you have not figured out who I am voting for, you've not been listening enough, okay? I haven't been, like, super out there about it, but I've also not kept my opinion hidden. All right. I disagree with you that both sides are either the same or are both terrible. I disagree. And, and, and let me... Oh, I didn't say the sides. I said that their ideas are different. It's the people that are there. I, I'm not going to... all shitty people because there's no such thing as an honest politician. There is no such thing Go as an honest politician. Go find me one. There's no such thing as an honest person with a lot of money. I'm sorry. I'm coming right. down on that side. If you have a lot of money to your name... You have done something to get it. You've stepped on somebody to get You've there. You've stepped on somebody to get there. And I'm sorry. That's just... It, it is what it is. I mean... But but to sit there and say, well, one side's better. Well, everybody says that their side is better. So whatever side that these people, that anybody leans toward, they're going to say, yeah, they're both bad, but my side's not as bad. And if the people on the other side, they're going to say the same thing. So it's all opinions. It, it is completely all opinions. But I'm going to vote for the guy who is not just endorsed by the Taliban. Right. Because there is a difference in the two sides. And one of them was just endorsed by the Taliban. And by Bin Laden's nef- uh, niece. Right. Um, and also by the KKK. So... To quote Rick and Morty... Your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. So, and like I think I've mentioned before too is that this, I'm still very conflicted because do do I go away from my own values that I've always believed in for this one election? 
because I have never, ever believed or agreed that people should vote for somebody simply based off the letter in front of their name. Mm-hmm. And people, I don't, I've never agreed with, well, I'm not really voting for this guy. It's more or less I'm voting against the other one. Mm-hmm. And I know if you don't vote for this guy, then you basically are voting for the other one. You're not helping this side win. But well, let, I just don't. And I know we've talked about this off the air, apparently. I mean, I know very in We, we in have depth, talked about but, yeah. And I don't want to get in, just, that in-depth I just on don't. I, I'm still not 100% sure if I can do it. I, and, I, and I respect that view. You know, I just don't know. It's fine. And if I do, it'll be the first time in my life I've ever voted for the simple reason to vote against, against someone. someone. Yeah. Because like the last election, I absolutely refused to vote. I would not vote because I was like, no, mm-hmm. I don't agree with either one of them. I don't agree what they. I don't agree with the things that happened in their past. Things I know they're going to do in the future. I no, I, I can't. I couldn't do it. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm stepping out. Well, I can tell you this. Up until 2016, I had always voted a certain way. Right. Always. In 2016 was the first time that I had not voted that way. And, you know, we've had, we, we didn't have a fight about that, but we, we had a disagreement about it. But it, it could have very easily been a fight because you, you straight up lied. I, and I did. And, and the, don't lie to your husbands, ladies. But, yeah, I did. That could have been a very big fight, but I was just like, I'm just like, it's not worth it. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't even like thinking about it because it still makes me mad, so let's just but, move on from that. Yeah, but I have, in the past, voted for people. I voted for George W. twice. George W. was the first person that I ever got to vote for. Um, and I voted for him twice because I supported him. And, and you know, and I... Uh, um, you know, I agreed with him. And so I voted for him. And, you know, going on, and, and I continue to vote that way. Um, I, I'm not going to get into my political ideologies, but they would evolve to be the appropriate term. Actually, the, the word I would think you would use is that you became more educated and informed about things to where you were able to make your own decision and not one based off of how you were more or less raised to think. I think that's a very beautifully put way to describe it. That's what I see. Yeah, and and I have um, since... The year 2000, which was the first presidential election I was ever able to vote in. Um, I have become a whole lot more um, of an informed voter. Right. And... And see, that's what everybody needs to do. They really do. They, they really do. And, and I can... And let, I said all that to say this. Yes. When you don't... 
because of the way that our binary two-party system is set up and because of the re because of the fact that in 1992 1992 was when Ross Perot almost became president yeah and ever since 1992 okay so the league of women voters used to be over the presidential debates okay they used to run the whole thing and they allowed ross perot in there as a viable third candidate and the fact that he did so well and got so close to the white house freaked everybody. It freaked out the Republicans and the Democrats. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh my gosh, we almost just lost power. And they couldn't have that because they were the, they're, they're the two most powerful political parties and have been since the Whigs and the Tories way back in the day. Okay? So what they did is they changed the rules. They took over from the League of Women Voters, started running the debates themselves, and change the rules so that you could not participate in the debates unless you were already polling at above 15% before you got into the debate. Which means that all these guys that nobody knows their names can't get up there so you can know their name because they don't qualify. Mm -hmm. So it knocks everybody else out. Okay, and they did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. It's they all did about that. keeping out the little guy. It's all about keeping out the little guy. It's all about maintaining power. So the Democrats and the Republicans were colluding with each other to maintain the power that they had. <laughs> That's probably the last time they ever worked together on anything. Right? <laughs> so, so that happened in 1992. So ever since then, a non-vote or a vote for a third party is essentially a vote for the incumbent. Does right. that make sense? Because the incumbent is more likely to win. It's just straight math. The incumbent is always more likely to win. So if you decline to vote for the other guy, you're essentially you're voting. essentially voting for the incumbent, whoever that incumbent may be. So I sort of agree with you, but then again, I don't agree with you that a non-vote is the vote for the other guy because it's only a vote for the other guy if the other guy is an incumbent. Does that make sense? Okay, so, anyway. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I know that what I'm going to do, but I'm still pretty conflicted about having to do that. Well, I voted against Obama in 2008. And four. Yeah, it, it, no, because 2004 was Bush. So it was 2000, 2004 was Bush. 2008 was Obama. Yeah. And what about the first time he ran? Yeah, 2008 was the first time he ran. Was it? Mm hmm. So um, I voted against. Yeah, because 8 and 12, that's right. Right. I voted against Obama in 8, and then I voted against him in 12. Not because I supported McCain, but because I didn't support Obama. And honestly, I was not as informed as I could have been right. on either candidate. And I look back on that, 
And I wish I had been more informed. I think that's back when you were still voting based off that letter. Yeah, and I really was. And based off the way I had been raised. Mm-hmm. As opposed to knowing what the heck I was talking about. But yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely come a long way since then. I think you've come a long, way, a long way since then too. Because you hear me rant about politics like almost non-stop. I don't know how you put up with me. Whatever works, honey. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? He was like, Xbox. <laughs> Xbox and Dos Eggies. That's how I put it. <laughs> I'm tired of talking about politics. Let's not talk about politics anymore. I've given Sorry. my history lesson. We've talked about voting however you're going to vote. One more thing about it, though. What? With the way the world is changing and all the advancements and other stuff that we have... I don't believe for one second that these people that they're digging up from freaking retirement homes to run for president. No, no, we need young people in the White House. I, I, that's what I'm just. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, we need young people. These octogenarians. Like, like, both of these guys, no matter who wins, is going to be the oldest president our country has ever had. We're going the wrong freaking direction with that. It needs to go the other way. They need instead of having. Like, what's the minimum wage? Uh, minimum age, 35? To run for president, it's 35. 35. To, to, well, to be president. You can run when you're 34. Right. But you have to be, be 35, 35 before you can take office. Right. But I think if you're going to have that, you should have a cutoff. Yeah. Our like president 65 is being 35 be. to 55. If you turn 56, if you're in office when you turn 56, well, we may or may not let you finish it out. But it needs to be, these old guys need to go. Yeah. These because old these white old men that establishment, we you know, putting in there. There's no way they're in touch with the things that are going on in the mm-hmm. world today, and we got to get that changed. Now, I'll tell you this: I don't agree with term limits in Congress, and let me tell you why. Um, I did at one point. I we can hear that loud and clear. He's he's playing with his wedding ring, and it's Sorry. it's very loud on that paper. Um, but I don't agree with uh, term limits in Congress. <laughs> Um, because um, term limits in Congress allow um, they allow junior members of Congress to be un uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, to be um, in more likely to be influenced by lobbyist money. Because they're in there for such a short period of time, like if you had like a two a a a, a two term limit, uh, they would be in there for such a short amount of time that it would be more likely that they would be influenced by lobbyist money because they need this job to pay out for them. Does that make sense? Right. So if you have somebody that has the potential of being in office for an extended period of time, they're less likely to be influenced by money. Because they have a job that makes them enough money. And they don't need the lobbyist money. They don't need kickbacks. Okay? <laughs> like they're not getting them any damn way. Right? However, we should have an age limit for Congress. I'm thinking 65. I think there should be an age limit for all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't think... I don't think there should be a, like a minimum age that you can run for Congress. Like if, if some little 21-year-old wants to run for Congress, great, do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, why not let a 21-year-old 
run for president. Why not? Or actually 18, because you can vote when you're 18. Why not run the country when you're 18? I mean, it couldn't do any worse than these shit hooks we've had doing it already. Right? Maybe we get some new ideas in there. Or maybe they would tank the country. I don't know. But it's like they my could oldest son said he was going to run for president now. one day and he's going to do it all on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter and Twitch. <laughs> Live stream everything. Well, hell, that's what Trump did. He ran for president on Twitter. That's how he won, was Twitter. That's how That's how he's maintaining just his lead now. Using everything, Twitter. his whole... He said his whole campaign is just going to be nothing but memes. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I would vote for that guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know what's funny is that um, Obama didn't start out that way, but he became so many memes that he kind of got in on the joke. That's so great, it, the one that he actually... Because like my favorite commercial I have ever seen about any president in my life was one where he was like walking through and he dropped something and it hit the ground. Like he dropped his food and he was like, thanks, Obama. I know. <laughs> that was great. I loved that. That was so freaking hilarious. The one the one I saw <laughs> the one I saw was like a day in the life of the president and it was like him going through the White House and doing different things and like he was holding a, a camera out on a selfie stick and somebody came by and was looking in and he was like, oh, can I live? And then another time he was trying to dunk a cookie and some milk and it was too Oh, big. that's the one I was yeah. thinking of. It wouldn't fit. It's it like, wouldn't fit. He's like, thanks, oh, thanks, thanks Obama. Obama. <laughs> and that picture of him when somebody's on a scale and he's like giggling and he's putting his foot that on That is it. my favorite picture of any president ever. <laughs> that was funny. That was awesome. That that photographer that took all those candid shots of, of I don't know, of uh, Obama and his family during the presidency and everything, that's his favorite picture that he ever took the entire eight years that Obama was president, was him standing with his foot on that scale. Right. That guy was trying to weigh himself. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he he had fun with it. You know, he, he got yeah. the joke. He got the joke. He didn't get offended when people, you know, turned him into a meme. Right. Which, which was nice. It was kind of a breath of fresh air. But, um... But anyway, um, switching gears. Switching gears. MLB playoffs. Yeah, tell me about. We're about to start up the uh, division series championships, the ALDS and the NLDS or ALCS. Sorry, NLCS. And you are about to have a tough fight on your hands if it works out a certain way, because in the American League, oh, let's start with the National League. Okay. Okay, you got the Braves and the Dodgers. Right. I believe that's who it is. is the Braves and Dodgers. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. But don't be ridiculous. They don't play in the same division. They're both nationally teams. You don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> they start me a dirty up. look. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was like such a dirty look. <laughs> oh well, my I wanted to say you like must that, have lost your damn mind, woman. Like that almost made my microphone wither. <laughs> but I grew up a Braves fan. Yeah. Since I was little. Like when, I, like, when I was little, little, I always thought TBS stood for the Brave Station. Well, of course. Yeah. It's like Turner Broadcasting or something. Turner Broadcasting but it was, Station. It was TBS. That was the Brave Station. Grew up watching them. And so they've always been my favorite team growing up. Uh, and, of course, I like the Astros and the Rangers just for the simple fact that, you know, hey, I'm from Texas. They're from Texas. I'm going to root for them. Right. Just like <sighs> Dallas Cowboys. Boys and the Houston Texans. 
I will root for them because I'm from Texas and they're from Texas. Yeah. Dallas Mavericks, San Antonio Spurs, Houston Rockets. Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars. Even though we don't follow hockey, we still, you know. If you're from the same state, I'm going to root for you just because that's what I think you should do. But. Now, I will admit that we were thinking about uh, moving to Colorado at one point, which would have made us Rockies fans, but I still would have rooted for the Dallas Cowboys just because apparently I love getting my hopes dashed. Right. But anyway, then you got the Astros and the thank you so much. uh, Who are they in? in It's uh, against the Rays. Yeah, the the Rays. Because they put out the Yankees. (laughs) So if you're a Yankee fan, I don't care. I don't like you. Well, Jesus hates the Yankees. Yeah. So it makes me happy to know that the Yankees' yearly attempt at trying to buy another World Series title has yet failed again for them. Boo-hoo, I may shed a tear for you. <laughs> but, so if we moved to New York, who would you root for, the Mets? No, hell no, I'd still stay a Braves fan. Well, but, I mean, if you got to like, have state pride or whatever, or be like loyal to the state, you can't root for the Yankees because Jesus I'd, hates I'd, the Yankees. I'd have to be a Mets fan. There's no other way. I can't be a... And it's always sucked because it seems like you know, as much as I've hated the Yankees, they've always had players on their team that I like. Right. Like when they had Mark Teixeira, I liked Mark Teixeira. Yeah. First baseman. I've, and then Derek Jeter. Yeah. And if anybody's a good true guy. baseball Super fan. Super good guy. If you say you don't like Derek Jeter, I don't know what's wrong with you. He's just Did transcends they, everything. Alex Rodriguez? Is that who I'm thinking of? Aaron somebody? Alex Rodriguez? Alex A-Rod? Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't he a Yankee? Well, after he was a Mariner and a Ranger. Yeah. So, I like I know like I know the name. <laughs> but see, at least he was a Ranger during his good steroid years. So, all his good years were there. And once he went over to the Yankees, you know, he had to try to get off of them, so he didn't do as well. But, <laughs> but the Astros are in the championship series for their division, which has a lot of people pissed off. Mostly because they don't feel like they should be able to be there. But you know what? They didn't cheat. And they're still there. Yeah. And But it was a shortened season. But everybody had the same opportunity that they had to yeah. win. Now, let's say I was the head coach of the Astros. And we showed up at the playoffs. And we made it to the World Series. Do you know what I would be doing this year? To bring trash cans. I'd be bringing trash cans. (laughs) And I'd be banging on them every pitch, no matter if they were pitching or if my guys were pitching. You you dang Just to jack with people. You damn straight. (laughs) Just go ahead and lean into it, you know, because people already think they're cheaters anyway, which they are, you know. But again, we've had this conversation. Everybody cheats. The Astros just got caught doing it. They didn't get caught, they got tattled on. Well. Get caught, get tattled on, whatever. Snitches get stitches. And end up in ditches. <laughs> With the bitches. But if it ends up being the Astros and the Braves... You're not going to know who to root for. I'm, I'm really not. I mean, it, it's going to be really tough. But I think deep down, I think I would still lean toward Atlanta. Yeah. Even though I've never really been to Georgia. Uh, Here's times, what you but. do. You get a coin, and you you say, okay, the Astros are heads, and the Braves are tails, and you flip it. 
And whichever one disappoints you, whichever one like you get when you get heads right. or tails, whichever one you're disappointed to get, you root for the other team. You see what I'm saying? Because well, that's see, the one you I, I really want. I don't think wanted. I even need to do that because I think it's still going to be Atlanta just because they have been my team for so freaking long. Yeah. You know, it's before well, any other John team. Smoltz is, is who you modeled your pitching career after. Right. And I watched videos and videos and videos of him pitching and then got in front of a mirror. Yeah. With that on the TV. And when I did that, I, I got a lot better. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just the such smooth me- mechanics that he had. Very effortless. And so, and that's what I liked. And that's what I wanted. So that's what I did. Right. So. But it's going to be, whew, that's going to be a tough one. It'll be a tough one this year, huh? It'll be all right. But more, more than likely, it'll end up being the, the, the Rays and the Dodgers, and I won't have to worry about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, poor little, um, oh my gosh, I, I had his name. Like, I can see his face. The short guy. Oh, huh? For the Astros? Play for the Astros. Second baseman? Yeah. Altuve. Altuve, yes. Thank you. Like, I know his face. I know who he is. Little home run hitter. Everybody's like, well, Altuve wasn't one of the ones that was cheating. He was clearly one of the ones that was cheating. Clearly. Because his batting average this year is like one, 100-something. It's like .1-something. Yeah, but see, he's a lot like... The guy that we used to, I mean, I don't know if he was, everybody called him that, but I know growing up, we used to call him Mr., not really Mr. October, because that was, that's a different guy. You can't compare anything to him. That's Mr. October for the Yankees. But was Mr. Playoffs, was the second baseman for Atlanta when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. A guy named Mark Lemke. Mm -hmm. Very smooth hands, mechanics, everything on when he out playing. Hit for a low average every year, but it was like when they would make it into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You know, the Braves won their division like 12 or 13 years in a row, right? And it's like when they would get to the playoffs, it was like Mark Lemke just decided, okay, we're here again. Let me flip that switch. And he got good. And he would flip that switch, and he was the toughest out to get every time, every trip through the lineup he mm-hmm. was probably one of the toughest outs to get and I don't, and, it, and a lot of people can't turn those light switches just on and off mm-hmm. you know but it's and I'm not saying that's what he did but that's that's really what it seemed like because he just got so much better once he got to the the higher pressure games I guess mm-hmm. I mean maybe he just thrived under that pressure that he just played better with it I don't right. know but it, he was he was a little bitty guy, so made me think about it because he was a little bitty guy like Altuve. Maybe not quite that little, but he wasn't big guy either. But well, Altuve's what like five six? Yeah, on a good day. <laughs> on with a some good heels. day. <laughs> if he's standing up on the pitcher's mound. <laughs> I watched him swing at a pitch the other day. He damn near came out of his shoes, man. Oh, that's one thing. <laughs> he 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 does remind me of Jose Canseco because he does not get cheated on his swings. <laughs> if you're gonna strike him out, he's gonna swing hard enough that hey, if he accidentally hits it, it's gonna go somewhere. Because <laughs> it was fun just watching Jose Canseco swing and miss at pitches because he was like, he didn't care. Every yeah. he didn't. 
Oh, we need a single. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't swinging for a single ball. Sorry. <laughs> every time he got swinging up there. Swinging for the cheap seats every right? time. Yeah. And it was funny, too. It was cool because uh, my sophomore year in college, my coach there uh, played in the minors for a little while mm-hmm. and played against Conseco in oh, the minors. And, he, and it was funny because he was telling us, like, yeah, this was several years ago. I was pitching against him. He hit a ball. <laughs> they called me yesterday and said they, they, they finally landed. <laughs> He was like, you know, I was like, yeah, I've had some of those hit off me before. Because <laughs> I, I can remember it was 13, 14-year-old All-Stars one year. We were playing against some team, and it was this kid. I think it was Nacogdoch from Nacogdoches. But he hit this ball, and it, it went so far. Mm-hmm. That you know, every time there was a fly ball or a foul ball, all the other kids would go and get it. And when he hit that ball off of me, it's like every little kid just looked at it and went, "Nope," because <laughs> they probably cleared the first thirty rows of trees. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Man, I was, I was like, heck yeah!" And they're like, "Why are you so happy?" I was like, "Dude, I'm proud to know that something I pitched could be hit that far." Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, it, it would be terrible to have a pitch that you threw be hit for that type of length. But being able to say that Jose Conseco hit one of my pitches. Right. Oh my gosh. Like that's oh my gosh. Yeah. That I mean I I, I realize that striking out Jose Conseco would be an even better get, but having him crush one of my pitches so it went so far that it just went out of the stadium. Right. You know, that that would just oh my gosh. That would be cool. I would go find that ball and keep it. <laughs> it's like, would you sign this? You're like, for real? Uh-huh. I'm for real. I'm for real. Please, please, please. <laughs> so you got some new vape juice today, too. Huh? What? Your new vape juice. Do you like it? Yeah, because it's kind of like cinnamon and... What did I say? Well, I'm trying to think. Cinnamon and peppermint, almost. There's some kind. It's pretty neat. Got a good deal on it. Yeah, tell them about the deal you got. Because I've got my, I'm in a little VIP thing that you sign up for, but it's free. You it's, know, it's free. Like, yeah. But they'll like two or three times a week they'll send you these texts out. They'll talk about, hey, we got this on sale. We got this on sale. Well, the bottles that I got are normally thirty dollars bottle for a little sixty milliliter bottle, and. Uh, they go on sale on the weekends. They'll send you text. You go up there and you show them that text, and you can get them for nineteen ninety nine instead. So it was a decent deal. Yeah, ten dollars off a bottle. That's not too bad. Yeah. But then when I got up there, and I started asking about those, and we picked out a couple of them that I think I may like, and and I was like, "How much are these again?" And the guy's like, "Well, let me see your phone." And I showed him. He goes, "Okay, well, your phone." The text me says nine ninety nine. Well, one of the girls that work there just stopped what she was doing and looked over. She's like. No, it's nineteen ninety nine. And the guy's like, Well let me see your phone again. I showed it to him. He's like he's looking at my phone, he showed it to her, he goes, The text says nine ninety nine. She's like, <laughs> Oh crap. <laughs> well that went out to about sixteen hundred people. And it was supposed to have been nineteen ninety nine, but apparently their manager who's responsible for sending those out <laughs> typoed. <laughs> and so I was like Man, you hate this. So, so I'm getting them for nine ninety nine then, right? And he said, yes. I said, all right, well, let me go ahead and have two of those. And I saw this look on her face. She was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But then I, I did stop. I said, well, hold on. I said, y'all are not going to get in trouble for selling them, me two of these bottles like this, right? And the girl's like, why would we get in trouble? We ain't the one that sent the text out. He did. And he sent it out to about 1,600 people. So <laughs> hopefully nobody else paid attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I made it out for 20 bucks and got all this juice. So Well, we went by there. It was, what, Gosh, it was one thirty or 2 by the time we got by there. And apparently you were the first one to have noticed that. Apparently so, so. So, yeah, hopefully they didn't get hit too hard with their nine ninety nine deal. They didn't intend to have. Yeah. But I, I am kind of glad that you got something new because Vaughn tends to find a juice that he likes. And that's all he uses for like a year. And that's it. And and then they'll stop selling it, and he'll be like, oh, man. And then we have to, like, order it online, or he has to go to freaking Arkansas to find it, or, you know. Dude, I, well, the this- stuff that I, that I bought when I was in Arkansas, when I was driving OTR, they didn't carry it here. Right. It and was- I actually got them to start ordering it. Right. But it's like $40 a bottle. Right. And that's expensive. And for they would juice. have it on sale sometimes for nineteen ninety nine. Right. The regular price for this stuff in Arkansas uh-huh. was sixteen dollars. Yeah. So if we're ever anywhere near Fort Smith, Arkansas, I'm going by that vape shop and I'm going to stock up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if we end up going to Kentucky, anytime. We're not, look, we're not going anywhere near Fort Smith. Aww. We're at Fort Smith is like up here, and we're going this way to Little Rock. Well, um, I bet you anything because those are the reason it's so cheap in Arkansas is because of taxes, the way that they tax their stuff. Oh yeah, because like that's so like, I think I bet we can stop at a vape shop in Little Rock and get probably the same deal if they carry that brand. If they carry that brand, but that's just like when I because I was still dipping back then too, and the stuff that I I dipped here was like five dollars or something a can. Mm-hmm. And the little gas station was right there next to the vape shop. I went in there one time to see if they had any, and it was two fifty nine a can. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, let me just go ahead and take four of those. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why is it so? And it like packs of cigarettes for like two or three dollars. Yeah. It has to. It has to do with their with the way the that they tax taxes. their um, their vice product because it's a vice tax and. Um, Arkansas doesn't tax their vices as heavily as Texas does. Apparently not. Yeah. Um, Arkansas is um, one of those weird middle states that's not really southern and not really northern. And so they have, like, some liberal ideals and also some southern ideals and, you know, stuff like that. So, like, they don't they don't come down as hard on you for vices. Right. So, um, but Texas is a very conservative very um anti-vice type of state they don't like you smoking they don't like you drinking because they're very religious and uh, apparently they like you doing it because they like making all the money off of it right well that that cracks me up because um there's an old joke going around you know the difference between a methodist and a baptist i've heard this joke shoot I can't remember the answer. Okay, so the difference between a Methodist and a Baptist is the Methodist will say hi to you in the liquor store. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> the Methodist will say hi to you in the liquor store. Yeah, and the Methodist will say hi to you when you get caught fishing on, on Sundays. 
Yeah, but really, there's no other, there's no difference other than that. Well, that is true about the fishing, because I'll never forget the day I was in Sunday school, and our Sunday school teacher, this is before I ever met you, came in, and he was just, what do they call it, madder than a wet hen. Mm-hmm. And people really started asking me, what's going on? He was mad, because he saw so many people pulling their boats out toward the lake on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be doing it. They should be going to church. I'm like, and I kind of got side eye from him because I was like, why does it matter? Well, Sunday's supposed to be. I said, okay, but it doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that you have to be at a church. That's exactly right. It just says you have to rest on a Sunday. And it says, set aside time for him doesn't say you have to go to a church building and be in a public face to, to do it. doesn't say that anywhere in there. How do you know they're not going out? Because, I mean, there's places like uh, like at truck stops mm-hmm. that will have someone do a sermon on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I mean, fish, fisher pe- fishermen people will do that too. And, and, and there's a lot of times on the lake... They'll get their boats together, yeah, exactly. and they have a little service, yeah, a little 15-20 minute preaching service where somebody stands up in a boat and preaches to all the guys that are out there fishing. Yeah, and they all participate. They all sing. Some, you know, they bring their Bibles out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a it's a fun little time. There is nothing in the Bible that says you have to go to a church building to commune with God. Nope. It says where two or more people are gathered yeah, in my name, I am there. Yep. So. And, and who's and who's to say that you can't commune with God when you're on the deer stand? I know a whole lot of Baptists that skip the first weekend of deer season. They're not in church because they're up in a deer stand. Yeah. You know, and and then they get pissy when people you know like go fishing or, or go do what else, whatever else. But this guy was also not everybody's Christian. Not everybody who is Christian goes to church on Sunday. So because there's, they go Sunday night. They go Sunday night. They're Seventh-day Adventists and go on a Saturday. Some of them only go to Wednesday services. Yeah. You know, there's there's a whole lot of stuff that he was just being neglectful of because he was assuming that everybody was the same religion as him. Yeah. That, that, that kind of thing gets me a little worked up. I don't like it when people assume stuff like that, you know, because right. I, I used to assume stuff like that, and it, it kind of makes me sad that I was ever in that mind, for, you know, in that mindset of saying, well, I'm this way, so therefore everyone else must be this way too. Because you miss out on so much when you when you don't realize the, the Put beautiful... Put your blinders on. Well, when you don't realize the beautiful diversity that's out there in the world. You miss so much, you know? You, you miss having friends that, you know, open up your worldview. You miss, when, when you read the Bible and you have different context for it, and, you know, it's just, it's just beautiful diversity. I mean, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to have that in your life. Close-minded people. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, I was actually taught uh, when I was growing up that being closed-minded was preferable because you didn't want to be so open-minded that your brain fell out. Those were words that were said to me when I was a kid. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. I'm not surprised one bit about that. 
Not even in the slightest. That you needed to be narrow-minded because narrow is the path that leads to Christ. And I was like, I don't was think it, that's what that means. What was it that we were instructed or you were instructed? I'm trying to think of how it was worded. I had a... You I, need to teach your kids the way they need to think. Yes. I was told that I needed to spoon feed knowledge to my children because they didn't know any better. And I needed to tell them how to think. And I don't agree with that. And to quote that. Dr. Cox... Wrong, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong. Dr. Cox from Scrubs, thank you for that quote, sorry. We use it all the time. But yeah, I absolutely do not agree with that way of thinking. I do not agree that children should be spoon-fed everything. I do not agree that you have to tell them what they what to think because they're too stupid to think of it on their own. I think you need to educate your children to the best of your ability and you need to teach them how to find truth. You need to teach children how to research and how to study. I mean, you, you still want to try to you want to instill get them in the, on what you feel is the correct path or the correct direction. Right. But you don't need to force them to think the exact same way that you think. Right. Because that's not how it works. It, it's not. And, and, I, and I really think it's unhealthy. It's For me, personally, being so closed off from the world for so long has caused a lot of issues that maybe one day Vaughn will let me talk about on the podcast. Um, possibly. Possibly. Uh, but it has caused a lot of issues in my life that I'm still dealing with. I am a 40-year-old woman and I am dealing with some shit <laughs> that I shouldn't have to be dealing with. Because it, it all stems from you know, a lot of stuff that came from my childhood and, and yeah. from my young adulthood. And just a lot of just weird stuff. And, you know, I had to learn how to research and learn how to discover what truth is. I had to do that on my own. And it shouldn't have taken me until I was in my 30s to figure out how to do it. You know? Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that I'm setting our children up to be intelligent enough and rational enough to recognize good from bad. Not just because I've told them this is good and this is bad, but because they can see the objective, this is good and this is bad. Based on context, based on history, based on... A million different other things that they can use to make these decisions. But my kids are not going to think like me. They're not going to think like you. Right? Right. And, and, and I don't think we should want them to. Because if they're little Well, they clones, need to think like me, though, because I'm right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, your daughter is absolutely going to think she's right about everything regardless. <laughs> she's got that personality. Right. 
she's gonna be like, no, I'm right about everything, and the rest of y'all can just. You know, if she's line. not sure what's right or wrong, all she's got to do is come ask me, and I'll tell her. <laughs> I, I'm always right. Oh, oh, hang on. She can come in here. Yeah, she can come in here. Just, just. She has been working on a present for her little brother. <gasps> oh, how cool! This one looks a little weird. That she has been doing a painting for them, for him. And she's covered in paint, y'all. She is like, there's paint all over her shirt. But she's done this big painting for the video game. Everybody's the rage right now, the Among Us. Yeah, it's so cute. It looks like minions. Like, I know that they're not minions, uh, but... Actually, let me hold that. I'm going to put a picture of this on our Instagram. Absolutely. I'm going to hold it over here. Actually, you come stand over here and hold it. Toward up where he can't see it. And... Turn around. Turn it around. Yeah, turn it around turn so he can't see around. it. I'm going to go get him, and I'm going to go see. I'm going to take pictures for the Instagram. Okay. Okay, so and, and ju- you'll just have to ignore the ignore the, the background on this. Okay, turn it around. Let me see the picture. Let me see the, yeah, so I can put it on the Instagram. Do you mind if I put your face on there, or do you want to cover your face? Okay, so uh, there you go. Tilt the painting just a little bit. It's got a glare on it. Twerk. Toward there, the, there you go. Perfect. All right. Yeah, okay. and you can even see the you can see the paint on your hands. Right, okay, turn it around. Turn it around. But we're gonna put this on the Instagram. So we're getting get we're getting our uh, Vaughn is getting our son. Just for a second. Yeah. Okay, I know it's an online game. You <laughs> there's no pause. As soon as I said it, okay, so shut up. There's no pause on an online game. <laughs> Come well, in here. In case you didn't know. Your sister has been working on something for you for your birthday all day today. And she's been working on it very hard, and she has planned this for a while. And we're doing, we're letting her unveil it to you while we're doing our podcast. Okay. Are you ready to see it? Yeah. Well, come over here. Stand next in front of me. I think this is really cool. Ready? Showtime. All right. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? Isn't that awesome? Now describe it. Really can you de- cool. can you describe what it is? Come stand right here. Uh, Tell everybody what it is. The, uh, there's a mobile game that you can get also on PC called Among Us, and they and you can customize your character and your name um, and everything. Yeah, you can customize your character. You can customize your name. She drew the character that you play as with the mini crewmates, which is something that you can buy. The character that he had before he changed it. Yeah, he had he had the character. It was the little black character, and he's changed his character since then. But she painted, and all of them are black. And she's got like highlights on it, and like it's got depth and and perspective, and like the whole thing is just really good. I'm really impressed. Okay. Yeah. She's gonna add some stars to it, but I thought that's freaking cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's cool about it is even making me kind of teary out even thinking about it. Is the fact that huh? it, it shows that she truly cares for you because she didn't want to just go buy you something for your birthday. Yeah, she wanted to make that for she's, you. She's like she says, she, she has been she spending, spent time. She's just time. spent a lot of time on working on that, and she's not quite finished with it. But I was really You've excited about it. You've got paint in your hair. But How does that manage to happen? It's I don't your know. sister. You should know that by now. Oh, yeah. I was holding the 
paintbrush. Oh, because she was scratching her head and holding the paintbrush in her hand. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but it was, it was a cool painting, though. She did a really good job. I liked her. He's like, oh, wow, that's cool. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for coming in here so we can show you that. That was a cool little reveal for the podcast. That was a And very like cool uh, Cricket reveal. said, that she's got a picture of it. Uh, and then we will get a, another picture of it once she gets it completely finished. Yeah. And we'll get that posted on there. I think that'd be kind of a neat little, Absolutely. Neat little thing. And I yeah. was very proud of her. I think she did a good job on it. Oh, and uh, Smash and Hero. Um, is now one of our Instagram followers, so if he follows the podcast, hey, hero. <laughs> That's my other uh, Xbox, but I know y'all hear me talk about cardboard a lot, but the other guy, he spends a lot of time doing some other stuff, too. He's got a pretty busy lifestyle, the way he's doing things, so he doesn't always have as much time to play with us as we do. Yeah. So but, so you really you really treasure that time and really enjoy it when he gets yeah. a chance to get on. Yeah, it's not as often, because he, he does a lot of stuff on eBay. and Yeah. So he's like, he was like, oh man, I, I've got forty things I got to box up, and I just don't even feel like messing with it right now. So I'm just gonna play Xbox because I'm tired of messing with it. <laughs> so, well, one other thing that I wanted to mention before we go, because we're doing a super size podcast this week, apparently. And apparently, when we got started, we're like, we have no idea what we're gonna talk about. Yeah. It always happens that way. I know, but that's great. I love it. Uh, so, uh, one thing I wanted to mention was um, Halloween is coming up. Yep. It's gonna well, be I got a Halloween joke for you when you get a chance. Okay. Go ahead. It's going to be on a Saturday. It's going to be on a full moon. And it's going to be in the middle of coronavirus. And there's going to be an extra hour. And there's going to be an extra hour because that's when we gain an extra hour. Now, who wants an extra hour of 2020? That's terrible. It's an extra hour of 2020 on yeah, an extra hour of 20, uh, 2020 on Halloween on a full moon. Isn't it two Black Fridays this year, too? Yeah, it, this, is, this is terrible. But anyway, so... Maybe we get so much of that stuff, it'll negate everything. Right? It'll just, like, cancel each other out. Surely, and, hopefully this isn't the culmination of, like... Maybe this will be a hard reset on the year. <laughs> and we get... You know, I saw a picture today. It was it was that dude that was like all happy, you know, and then he gets like sad in the second half of the, right. the meme, right? But he's like all happy. Is looking at uh, January, uh, 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 December thirty first, uh, twenty twenty, um, eleven fifty nine, and then in the next thing where he's where he's sad, it's December thirty first, twenty twenty, eleven sixty. Yeah, <laughs> like oh. <laughs> It's just probably what's going to happen this year. It's just going to keep on going. We're, we're not we're not ever going to get out of this horrible year. Oof. I, and I'm just going to... I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction right now. Okay. 2020 is going to get Betty White. Shut up! I'm just... I'm just making the prediction. You know what? If she goes, I'm blaming you, <laughs> and you may freaking end up with her. That is the most <laughs> horse shit, crappiest thing you could have said. I'm just saying that 2020 has taken everything else away from us. It is probably going to take our grandmother from us. I mean, us. come on. You're talking about the lady that, you know, what they say, sliced bread is the best thing since Betty White. That's right. Because she's older than sliced bread. <laughs> but don't, no, don't you dare. If she makes it out of this year, that's just going to mean that everything will be okay. If she can make it to January the 1st, If she don't, I, you better hide because I'm coming looking for you. <laughs> anyway, talking about Halloween. How do this you feel? Off. How do you feel about adult trick-or-treaters? 
or uh, older teenage trick-or-treaters? I don't know if I'd give an adult candy. <laughs> yeah, but they're out there dressed up, having fun with the kids. Who cares? Okay, see, that's kind of the way I but think. But there's teenagers, you know what? How many times have we said age is just a number? Age is just a number. That's right. If you're a teenager and you're wanting to go out and trick-or-treat and have a good time, I mean, we, we're we not going to have trick-or-treaters where we live now. But when we lived in the past, we had so many of them. If there was teenagers coming out there, you dang right. I gave, I them, gave them handfuls of candy. Absolutely. I love it because the teen, they're not out causing trouble. They're out in the neighborhood having fun with everybody else. And, and they're usually out there with a the little brother or little sister taking trick-or-treating. Yeah. And they're dressing up for the little brother or the little sister. And that's just, that's awesome. But you know what? It, see, I, I disagree with you on one point. If you're an adult and you're out there trick-or-treating, even if you're trick-or-treating with your kids, I'm going to give you candy. If you come by my house, I'm going to give you candy. Because you get some of those little bitty, uh, like little bitty uh, bottles that you would get like from airplanes. Uh huh. Of like Jack Daniels. Little, yeah, <laughs> the little tiny ones. Give that to the adults that come by. Here you go. <laughs> or those alcoholic chocolates. Give the alcoholic chocolates to the to the adults. Oh, you added stars. Oh, that's cool. Oh, she added stars to the painting. That's really cool. Well, don't smudge it. No. Yeah, that looks really awesome. We're gonna put a frame around that and hang it up. That could be a shooting star. Oh, that's what I meant to be. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I, we're going to let it dry, and then we're going to put a frame around it, and then we're going to put it in his room. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so cool. Oh, but She's my Halloween so joke. <laughs> okay, so what's your Halloween joke? It says, you know you're ugly when you go into a haunted house and you come out with an application. <laughs> <laughs> Has that happened to you? What? You're gonna end up sleeping on it? Sit it right on top of the freezer. Yeah, sit it on. Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine over there on top of the chest freezer. Okay, we we're gonna end up recording a two hour podcast if we're not careful. So we need. That's to, right. We had a good time. Let's let's shut it off. We had a good time. We got some good stuff in, and <laughs> we will see y'all next time. And we love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Bye. <laughs>